Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Corwin. And I'm James. And thanks for listening to This Movie's Gay. Oh, I already feel like you're getting quiet or my headphones this just aren't high, aren't gay. up enough. Hold on. Talk, vamp. I need to turn up my headphones. <laughs> turn up your headphones. I did say that very quietly. I trailed off because I was unsure of what the name of our podcast was, which this is This Movie's Gay. Movie Gay. This movie gay. Arf, arf, arf. I'm Are a you walrus. A seal? Yeah. Okay. A walrus seal. Oh my God. If there were two seals and a walrus and they've got mushed together, it'd be a two seal walrus monster. Be pretty cool. All right. Sometimes, you should make that monster. <laughs> sometimes I think, why do people listen to my podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for five minute dick talk. That's why. Oh man! So uh, a director's mom who also EP'd and produced the movie Analysis Paralysis. Check it out. It's probably going to be on my top five of our second year movies. James loved it. I did. I liked it too. It was really good. The main character and you know writer's mom listened to it, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> I talked I a lot. The, I saw the tweet and I was like, James, I'm going to leave that one to you. Which I'm glad you must have looked into who they were. Oh, yeah. I I was like, why would she care if he didn't tell her? And then I was like, oh. <laughs> it's mommy dearest. <laughs> so then I had to say, hey, sorry for talking about your son's penis for five minutes. And, and she they, didn't care. Yeah. I guess there could, it's a topic of discussion, or maybe not a topic of discussion. Oh it's my just God. in the movies. All right. What's I'm up? I'm done with that. She's on the dailies. <laughs> she, that'd be weird. You know, like, like you'd have to be comfortable with... Also, she's a romance novel bestseller, and it seems like, you know, when you have a mom who's kind of like a, a hippie mom? I'm using hippie in air quotes. You can hear in air quotes. And <laughs> like sex education mom. Like Jillian Anderson and yeah. Sex Education. Jillian. So maybe it's a mom relationship like that. Sex is natural thing to do, so you know your kids is doing it. Okay. I'm done with this topic, James. Yeah. And let's get on to other topics that are... Uh, we're going to hold off on talking <laughs> about this week's movie. I'm going to move my mic up a little bit. I'll move it up as much as you need it, but not above your mouth. I'm going to move it to the top of the ceiling, and then I'm just going to shout for the entire podcast. Please don't do it. <laughs> I'll go in the other room if you would like to do that. <laughs> no, thanks. So then I don't need to gate your vocal oh, tracks. So, <laughs> uh, so then it's just, uh, you can scream. It's just screaming. That's fine. Like, if it's if you are doing a one-man podcast, I don't need to gate. I don't need to worry about stuff like that. It's because... There's microphone bleed is why I don't want people to like, get really Did you have things to tell quiet. me? Yes, Corwin. I have so many to talk about. One. Things. One things. Corwin, I learned a dance move and that dance move is the flossing. And I learned it because- Did you of, learn how to floss? Yeah, because of Sonic the Hedgehog. You learned how to floss because of Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie that you saw with Nicole. Yes. And spoiler alert, he flosses in it. The movie is- Flawless, fantastic movie. It has you served. Okay, well, that's not the movie this week. But um, since you said you know how to floss, I need you to floss right now. Okay, okay. So uh, let's describe this play. That's what I'm doing. James is trying to get his cord all fixed. I wish wish that he would take off his headphones to try to do it. Um, He's going one way right now. Oh, he switched to the other way. Um, He's sort of 
trying to get the rhythm down before he can start doing the the big floss. Or is that that, it? That's That's it? it? (laughs) (laughs) Nicole said, I have been doing this. And I was like, I'm like, I really need to learn how to floss. And Nicole keeps telling me, she's like, that is flossing, James. What you are doing right now is flossing. Well, typically people start it like that so that they can go fast. Yes, I'm not Sonic the Hedgehog. I can't got to go fast. Not Sonic fast, just like normal human speed fast. Well, Sonic is doing it normal human speed, but he says he's got to go fast in the movie. Well, um, you're getting there. Please continue working on it so that we can send a video to our listeners. Guys, Sonic the Hedgehog. They'll see. It's such a good movie. Would they be viewers at that point? (gasps) Uh, Yeah. Yes. They they did such a great job on this movie. The the design is is flawless. James, this isn't our movie. Yeah, but um, you said, what do I have to talk about up front? Yeah, but you could have told me about this like off the podcast yeah but then we wouldn't have gotten me flossing i mean we could have shown a video of you flossing on instagram but then you're laughing it's in the moment all right well aside from sonic the hedgehog movie which we all know that you love already james what what else you got acting like i don't know how to produce a friggin (laughs) podcast (laughs) sonic's not even a gay movie uh sonic and tails could get kinky We don't but know. Do they? Knuckles. In the movie? Oh, man. You, you think he's called Knuckles because he's got a big fist, but uh, let me tell you. He's got a big fist. All yeah. right. Next, oh, yeah. next topic. <laughs> so today I stepped down. I was making dinner, or not dinner, uh, breakfast. It's not even late. So I was, or I was probably putting Frank's bowl in the microwave. And then dinner I was like, Frank. I was it. like, oh, fuck. My toe hurt very bad. And then I'm like, shit, did, did I step on like glass or something? And then when I sat down, I thought maybe it's a sliver. We have hardwood floors, but that would be weird. A hair had jammed itself so far into my toe that Nicole had to like slowly pull it out because it would have like, you know, you don't want to rip hair. Somehow hair, my coarse hairs on my face. I pull out my hair. I have trichotillomania. Disgusting. And my I'm beard not hair. That. Just the hair getting stuck in your foot is disgusting. Yeah. I'll get hair slivers on my thumb when I pull out my hair, but that's like, it's super coarse. But this was just normal people hair. Like what from your fuck? head. It was weird and it hurt so bad. I was afraid that I couldn't pull it out. You could see like where it was in there. It was weird, Corwin. Well, that's weird. That was your topic? Yeah. I, I don't have... want to hear that. Okay. Well, I'll move on to the next one. <laughs> So it's my dad's birthday, the day we're recording this, it's February your 20th. birthday. So on Mostly Speaking Sentai, it re- releases on Thursdays. We were like, we are going to do a birthday celebration. The episode is called Dad 20 Blaze It, parenthetical, happy birthday, daddy. And daddy, we talk about it. And I told my dad that and he's like, oh, well, I'll listen to it on in the car. And I was like, OK, awesome. But then I realized that I have been talking about revelations in my life that I've I have not made aware to my family yet. <laughs> and then I was like, fuck, did I talk about that? And uh, then then I was like, oh, no, I, I think we're good. We mainly just talked about uh, anti-circumcision movement and and digging holes. That's mainly what we talked about on the digging episode. Holes. But then I'm like, oh, fuck, man, if he's like, hey, I'm going to start listening to this. 
I will have to tell him, hey, the episode titled, Did You Say Cuck? I just please don't listen to that until I'm ready for you to listen to that. <laughs> but uh, it takes two to Toku. Craig, I, I asked fans, hey, send Why didn't in- you sing it? What? It takes two to make a Toku Toku. There we go. You're welcome, Craig. I asked everyone, hey, send a video of you saying happy birthday, Chris, and I'll send it to my dad. And oh, no. <laughs> so far, I've just gotten the one. <laughs> Which I was, I knew, uh, I knew Craig would do it because Craig is a fantastic individual. Great. Wonderful. Wonderful person. Nicole tucked me in this morning on the couch <laughs> and I'm not someone who naps. So Nicole never sees me, you know, like all tucked in and she thought I was adorable and I felt confident. Good. Yeah. Live your best life, James. And then last thing, Corwin, I'm going to send you something. Nicole and I have been looking into Pokemon ROM hacks. And <laughs> do, do you know what those are? I don't know what the fuck that means. Okay, so it's people taking Pokemon games uh-huh. and then creating their own game out of it. Okay. And like there's... the guy that used one to propose to his girlfriend or, uh, or something like that. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that happened. But there's one called Pokemon Sweet. And it's a, I just sent a, the version of Bulbasaur or Ivysaur. How'd you send this to me? Facebook? Yeah, Facebook, baby. Did you send it like in the messenger? Yes. Oh, it just says downloading photo. Oh, it's downloading a photo. Downloading a photo, y'all. So Pokemon yeah, I, oh. Suite is a completely reimagined Pokemon world where all of the Pokemon are made out of dessert foods and it looks super cute. And Nicole and I will be doing a stream of it probably next week. Oh my God. Fudgesaur? So also all of the- <laughs> I don't know if James was like, don't say it yet. But oh, no, I no, did. no, go for it. <laughs> and like Squirtle, instead of having a shell, he has a cherry pie crust for his shell. They're all super cute. Check it out on YouTube, wherever you know YouTube is. But subscribe to Mostly Speaking Sentai on YouTube and you'll see Nicole and I playing this. I think we're going to play through the entire game because it's a full, actual, conceptualized Pokemon game. It looks cute. And all of the the types. So there's not fire type. There's not water type. There's I was looking things, for the type there, but I didn't see anything. There's like cherry, vanilla, chocolate. Those are the types. So I have to relearn like, oh, what do, what's vanilla strong and weak Wait, against? So you played Pokemon like you do type advantages. Who does that, James? You Just make your to. Pokemon as strong as it wants to be and you can kill everything. Well, yeah, there's this dude called Madry Bread on YouTube who does Pokemon challenges where he's like, hey, can I beat Pokemon gold with just baby Pokemon? I literally, so I started playing the sword and I am using, I think it was Rookadee, the bird one, the bird one that turns into a big old crow knight dude. I don't remember his name, but. This sounds like Digimon stuff. Very very cute and then he becomes a giant bird and he's also very cute but also very intimidating and i love him and i use him to kill everything and i don't use any other pokemon that's what i do but this guy madry bread watches stuff his pokemon challenges every single saturday it's insane he is beating these games every single week and recording it editing video all of it but he's doing things like, can I beat the entire game with just one Pikachu? Yes. And you make him strong. Uh, yeah. But 
he knows the types and like nah. no because he's like well i know in this battle if i can get in five leers on this person i'm going to be able to beat them instantly I- I don't care about all that. They're like, oh, it's going to be weak against this. Well, I've got a thing that increases this attack. So I'm just going to use that like six times and I'm going to hit him and they're going to die. Yes. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Because I care about my Pokemon. But it's also things like... I don't care about the advantages. I don't care about the types. But you still have to know the types. I don't need to know shit. I don't know anything. Because if you're... I'm still winning. Oh my God. I know nothing and I'm still winning. But you should still know that stuff going into no, it you so don't you need have to. the advantage. You don't need to know. So that okay, well what if you have a team of this is what I love You're going to say a team name and I'm not going to know what the fuck any of it is. No, an Eevee team. So you get an Eevee, you get a Vaporeon, a Jolteon, a Flareon, and then I only know those because they're the the little foxes that turn into everything else. Yes. So you get those and then if they're like, oh, I'm going to throw out a Charmander. Well, you put in Vaporeon. No, I keep my, I'm, I'm, if I'm using Eevee, then I'm using Eevee the whole <laughs> damn time. I'm going to fight with Eevee until it dies. And if Eevee, if Eevee ends up dying, then I'm going to revive Eevee with my next Pokemon and bring it back in and then kill it. That's what okay. I'm going to do. I should have known that person, I do not care. Yes. A person who will not give the the tank in the team their health potions when they're hanging out casting in the background. Because you weren't tanking. You were running into things and they were still hitting me. Yeah, then move. I needed potions too. Especially yeah. when my main attack either hits you if I'm behind you or I have to shoot it through you. I wish you could grind on Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. We're going to grind. Because then I would, we would have just kept going into the cellar, kill all the rats until we're level 10. No. And then bada bing, we're coasting easy street. I mean, I was coasting. I was doing fine. Except for those slimes. But they didn't kill me except the one time. Wow. All of that rhymed somehow. <laughs> I'm real clever. <laughs> Not speaking of clever. Uh, this movie this week, oh, we watched Thirsty. James found it on Deku. Uh, and he was like, oh, this is a comedy biopic. I think I want to do it because it looks like it's part comedy, part like heart. And I really enjoy that. And let's let's watch that. I was, and I was up like, for a movie like I that. I was like, fine, James, you want to do that. Let's do it. Like a pull on your heartstrings comedy. That's what I thought this movie was going to be. If you wanted a pull on your heartstrings comedy, I could have given you direction. You didn't is, say is that, that the name? Directions? No. No, I could have given you a movie. I have what movie? many. I will. We will watch them eventually. We also need to find a guest to do queer core with. Yes, that one's a documentary. Though. Yeah, so we need a guest, and we need time, and we need research. Well, the documentary gives us all the research we need. You would still want to know other things. We just say in. like, "Hey, man, Gravy Train." They they were a part of this, I think. Anyway, we watched Thirsty. And it was from 2016. James, I'm going to let you give a synopsis of this movie. I thought we were even (laughs) going to skip over the synopsis. It is a biopic of a boy who becomes a man who was called a girly boy growing up. And his mom abuses substances. And then we see him become a teenager And he's good at singing. He also sings in a band with his uncle as a young boy. And then his mom dies of cancer. Also, this is all 
it goes back and forth. It's not a linear, it's kind of like Pulp Fiction, kind of like Memento. Then he becomes a drag queen who impersonates Cher named Thirsty Bennigans. And it's not Thirsty <laughs> Bennigans. Thirsty Burlington. There you go. Okay, Bennigans, baby. You Bennigans. <laughs> Thirsty Bennigans. Okay. Well, and this movie. And that's I, it. That was the synopsis. Yes. <laughs> and then he comes Thirsty, into his own. Thirsty is being a Sharon impersonator and then gets fired from being a Sharon impersonator and goes off on his own to seeing as Thirsty instead of Cher. And, and fails. Okay. This movie, I did not know tonally what it was going for. <laughs> because in the beginning, it seems like it's going to be like this kind of offbeat comedy where they're it singing. It 100% does. And then every time it goes to teen, maybe that's what they were trying to do. But then it... I don't it gets, know if they knew what they were trying to do, James. And then as a teen, it gets into kind of this like coming of age discovery and then as an adult it gets sad but also as a kid it gets sad sad because he trigger warning i think is molested something yes something happens in a bathroom with a guy named chippy chicken and yeah. Why do you keep calling him Chippy? A little Chippies. Oh, my God. Oh, I want a little Chippy in my mouth. Your Chippies are chips, but it's with a P. Chippy. Okay. Uh, yeah, this movie... Okay, I don't think it's a bad movie. I just don't think it's a good movie for this show because it's just a, a movie to be consumed on, like, a sick day or a rainy day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh like no i think this i think the movie is not intended for us in the sense that we don't know who thirsty burlington is or scott uh we don't know this person who is a well-known person in his community so that's why i don't think we cared yeah but i don't i didn't know who well i guess that's not a biopic that was a documentary i didn't know who Oh, fuck. What is her name from Bikini Kill? Kathleen Hanna. I feel like that's wrong, but it also feels like that's right. From Bikini Kill, lead singer. I don't know. Also in the Julia Ruin and Julia know. Ruin. I don't know. Her documentary, Punk Singer. It sounds like you know a lot about her. But anyway, I mean, the difference with that probably is the documentary was telling you about her and giving you an idea of her life and what she's gone through. Whereas this wasn't really telling us about Thirsty. It was just showing us vignettes of Thirsty. I, yes, that's what I had down to. This was a vignette movie. This was just vignettes about a person that we don't know, so we don't care about. And there were no moments that really made me care. I mean, yes, it was upsetting the people bullying him. It was upsetting the moment that happened with Chicky. Like things were upsetting, but nothing was like, oh, I'm I'm rooting for you as a person. I bet it would be like, have you ever seen Wet Hot American Summer? I've seen parts of the TV, uh, the like Netflix. Oh, thing. OK. The 10 years before, 10 years after. I don't know. OK, so I, this is perfect. It would be like watching that show, never seeing the original movie. 100 yes. percent. When I was watching that show, I was like, I don't care about this. Because they do just like pretty much wink into the, the camera as like to be self-referential, to be like meta. 
Yeah, so this movie, a lot of it was, yes, there are upsetting things that happen, or yes, there are things that make us, we'll root for this person right here, but there was no through line of a story. There was nothing that drew us in and kept us there. There was nothing that made us want thirsty to succeed yeah um especially the the several years later part none of that i did not care about thirsty at all i i cared about the kid when the kid was like i want my mom to stop drinking but that was so episodic and so all over the place that you had no idea what was going on or when it was going on so you couldn't establish any sort of foothold in their story to actually care about that child Scott as a child. So that didn't carry over into his teenage years. That didn't carry over into the several years later. Yeah. I think it should have just focused on the teen part because that's or the, if the it thing just I like fo- the most. It could have focused on one of them. It could have focused on any of them. It could have focused on the adult and had the adult as the story. Um, the present day, it could have focused on his teenage years. It could have focused on the child years. Any one of those, if it focused on that and it went through it, we would have enjoyed the movie. Like just a little bit, hey, this is what happened as a child. And then, hey, next 50 minutes, it's nothing but teenage years. And then the last 10 no, minutes. No, we don't even need that. We don't need any of that. But it's just a storytelling like, hey, here's like a quick little thing. And then, hey, teen years for 50 minutes. And then we flash forward for the last seven minutes of the movie. Hey, this is what became of him i know that's 67 minutes it would only be this is what became of him if there was some sort of arc in his teenage years that made him a stronger person in the future yeah but we didn't see any growth through anything Uh, yeah there was there was no growth there was just like oh (laughs) they're old now and oh his partner that he met as a teenager is leaving him because his partner is a misogynist And he's just like, okay, whatever. And then he gets fired because he's drinking like his mom. And then suddenly he has a moment with his imaginary self that he talks and is like, I need to fight my own battles. But it's like, you haven't shown us anywhere where you fought your own battles. Yeah. There's nothing there enticing. But let's... let's Get into notes. From a storyteller perspective. If you have. Those were my notes. Okay, well, one of my favorite... Just right off the bat... His mom comes in, and I thought, like, oh, this will be, like, some offbeat comedy because mom comes in. The funniest part was the very beginning where they just suddenly pulled a West Side Story, and the guys were snapping and dancing. And then the girls came out of nowhere and were like, pick on somebody your own size. Leave that boy alone. And, and then later on, they say, uh, oh, Chippy will kick his fucking ass. Chippy will kick his fucking ass. Did I say Chicky or Chippy? You said Chippy. You okay, keep calling yeah. him Chippy. He's I not I said the, the right one from Beauty and the Beast. It's Chicky. Or where's my chippy from Tim and oh Eric? Oh my god. No, it's Chicky. And yeah, they were like, who? Chicky will kick his fucking ass. And this is so, and that's another thing. We know. So you commented about when we were watching the movie, you made a comment about Chicky being in the crowd at the end. They do this number with, uh, I was going to say trashy, with thirsty. <laughs> oh, do you want me to edit that out? <laughs> no. Um, I apologize for that with Thirsty singing with the other queens and we see Chicky in the audience and James is like, why is Chicky there? I'm like, the entire cast is in the audience. But so you were saying why? Because Chicky is this bad person to us because that's the only thing we've seen him do is be bad. The beginning he picked on Scott as a child with his friends and then later he broke into their home and 
did something to Scott that was left up to our imagination, um, but was obviously terrible. And then later, whenever he's a teenager, Chicky is standing there in the dark watching when Scott is surrounded by his friends and he's going to then do like Michael Jackson sort of dancing. And Chicky looks sort of like emotional, I guess, and or or something. And and Scott seems sort of emotional towards Chicky, but it, it's not a it's he's not looking at Chicky like, oh, I'm I'm terrified of this person. Like get them away from me. It's like a someone off in the distance. It's like what what kind of mood are you trying to put us in with this? And that that scene happened before we know what happened to him as a child, and it was Chicky that did it. So yeah, a lot of this makes no sense. And like we see Chippy in like young boy area of Scott's light and and teenager. They they definitely got another actor for that, right? What? It's a different actor. It's like eight years in between those. Are settings. you trying to make a a comment about Chicky being older by them putting a mustache on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. They just oh gave God. him this very well manicured mustache. It was not. No, no. It like it curved down like it like literally this. Literally looked like someone just grew their their hair out for like a couple weeks. Uh, dang man, if that's what. His mustache. Do you see looks... my whole beard? No, but it looked like okay. You see how it, it's just pretty much a straight line. It looked like it was shaved and like looked curlyed. Uh, it looked like someone who doesn't, who can't grow facial hair, was growing facial hair. Okay, that's what it looked like. It it was not. It didn't look like someone took a fake mustache from the costume shop and stuck it on his face. We should have just watched Analysis Paralysis again. <laughs> <laughs> or we should have watched Paternity Leave. Oh, well, we'll get to other movies. And yeah. this one was fine for what it was. But in the beginning, it starts out with the mom screaming at Scotty saying, did you mess with my pills again? Which means we haven't seen when he messes with the pills, just throws them all out. And it, it's like, uh, what's he doing with the pills? Everything was back and forth like a fever dream is what James is trying to say. Yeah. But so he says he's going to kill himself if his mom keeps doing pills and drinking because she has a substance abuse problem. And earlier we had known he said he was going to kill himself because he was in some mental he was, health place, yeah, I guess. For like is kids. What they were try- for kids. I don't know what they were showing it was, but yeah. And he was loving this place. He was like, yeah, man, I love being here. It smells clean. I love that there are clean sheets. The food tastes great. It's amazing. And he goes into the room with all these other kids. And these kids are just all sad. And it's as if he were to just like bust in there and say, hey, sad kids, I'm real happy. And that's he did just- start singing this little light of mine. I'm going to let you shine. And all the kids loved it, James. Yeah, but it's still weird of just going into a place like a clinic where people are known to be sad and just flaunting that you're happy. I don't know if I agree with what you're what you're saying in that sense, because usually because what it sounds like you're saying is it sounds like you're trying to say that they're not allowed to be happy. No, I'm okay. So picture you're on the train in the morning as you do. And all of a sudden, you're like, hey, it's it's almost work. I just woke up. And all not of a feeling sudden, good. Mr. Rogers walks into the train and is saying, hello, neighbor, and smiling and being nice. Love that. No, not that. Just someone 
busts in through one of the doors, you know, the connecting doors, and just starts like clapping and singing, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Yeah, but in this situation, all his children know him. So it's like if you were on the train and you were sad and then I busted through the door and was like, James, this little light of mine. And then started doing that. Yeah, you would I'd love turn it. Turn up you my headphones. Love it. You would be like, you would smile. It. You would. You're smiling now. You could not stop yourself. All I'm saying is, people don't generally. I've only seen one time where in the morning people were happy to have a performer on there, and it was just someone playing like very low but very technical violin, and clearly they were very good at it. It wasn't too loud. It was just a nice bed on the train, and it's like this is very nice. I mean, so it's not a train. The a train is a different thing. They're in they're in a place and they're in a community room, so it's a little different. So the situation is not as, I don't know, strenuous, I guess, as being on the train would be. But there are people in the world who are so happy and are so bright and have such open hearts that they can come in. And even in a place where it's sad and depressing, they can make you smile. I'd throw my friggin' shoe that has no shoelaces at that dude. No, you wouldn't. You would love them. You no. would be their best friend. No, they absolutely would be one percent your best friend. If I want to brood while listening to D Twelve World on my goddamn headphones, I want to brood while listening to D Twelve World. And you can try to brood, but some people you will not allow yourself to brood during those moments. It's just how the world works, James. That little light is going to get snuffed out. <laughs> James is trying to be all broody and depressed, but James actually is like a softy. If there's anyone in this room right now that would be able to withstand the level of happiness that some people can bring into the world, James, you would smile. Corwin, I got darkness in me, so... <laughs> I'm just saying... I'm going to find out your route to go uh, to work and I'm going to get some prosthetics on so I don't look like me. I'm just going to go dressed up as a clown and I'm going to say, well, how are you there? How are you doing? And I'm going to like try and make you a balloon animal on the train. Well, James, I just discussed that it would be a different setting where that wouldn't necessarily be appropriate and you would okay. be more of like a creeper. All right. Plus, James, if I saw you in public... It's not necessarily going to make me be like, yeah, James. No, but I'll be dressed up as a clown. You wouldn't know it's me. Then why would I, why would I, you, you're saying that you're, you're depressed and you've got darkness. How are you going to go and make people smile if you just have that as your shield, James? Uh, some of the best comedians end up killing themselves, Corwin. Uh, Cor- are you the best comedian? No. Oh my God. Uh, well, oh, ha, ha, ha. Do you need help with your headphones? Uh, can you hear me in both headphones? Is that your issue? Uh, you're good now? You are, no, you're not good. Do you want me to come over there and help you? No. Cor- are you good no. now? Ah. No, it's just it's just going to be gone. No, no, Corwin. Just there we keep go. Got d- it. Oh, you got it? Okay. Um. I could have gotten it in under a second. <laughs> the problem was I was trying to be present and also do this. And just I know how to vamp. Well, then why weren't you doing it? Instead, you were just making fun of me. Uh, Well, no, that's how I vamp. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'll remember that for the future, James. Oh, yeah. But, okay, this is what I'll do, Corwin. I will emotionally break you to the point where you have to be committed. James, and you then... will absolutely never be able to emotionally break me. Uh, if I, I went through school for emotional breaking. I'm an actor, James. You will not be able to accomplish that. I will start getting you sent to auditions, fake auditions. <laughs> I will set them up and just brutally say no to you every single time. James, I went to school fully understanding that my entire career would be auditioning to specifically either one in a million get a yes or get brutal no's. Okay, I've gone through the gauntlet of brutal no's. I'll get you I yes. I will not... I will be fine. I'll get you yes for some video game stuff. And then before the release, they inform you that they had someone else go over your lines and you're not in the game. I still got paid, Damn bitch. It. Oh, how are we going to break <laughs> Corwin? Let, 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 let us know <laughs> at this movie's gay. Give me suggestions. How would Very you break <laughs> your friend? And I'll try him out on Corwin. Uh, James, James, James. I've gone through the gauntlets. You, uh... You will have a very hard time emotionally breaking me. All right, okay, I'll physically break you like the bat to Bane. You are a twig compared to me. I will not be broken over your knee. Oh, no, no, I'll get, uh, uh Bane. You'll you know? get Bane? Yeah. Oh, fuck, why can't I think of his name? Tom it, Hardy? Yes, Tom Hardy. <laughs> I was going to say oh, Heath yeah. Ledger. Please, no, it's not yeah, him. Go, yeah, please, yeah. It, uh, yeah, get get Tom Hardy. Please okay, get Tom Hardy. This is, this is turning into a... Uh, mm, Tom Hardy. <laughs> he can Hello. break me over his knee any day. Break me over that knee, Tom Hardy. And then he'll say... Actually, never mind. And then guess what? I wasn't physically breaking you. I was emotionally breaking I you. I still met him. <laughs> then he pulls off his mask and it's... Uh, James, it's very hard to break someone who has very low bar. It's actually like, Mike Bloomberg. Oh, God. I thought he was the Republican candidate. <laughs> <laughs> like, this I entire mean, he, time. He switched parties. It, oh. It, yeah, it's it's literally ju he's just... He's just another Trump. Like, okay. Yeah. Then my intuition was correct. <laughs> oh my god! He switched parties just okay, so he could have a chance. Okay. Um, <laughs> fix Uncle Gina's screwdriver. That woman had a lot of screwdrivers, and Sounds James didn't like know what a, a screwdriver was. So it's fine. Yeah. But also, their version of screwdriver was just like some tang powder and then like just vodka. What is it? A screwdriver is just orange juice and vodka. Okay, but like there was no like orange juice it was just orange flavoring in vodka hey man it's the space age tang is a monkey oranga if but that you wasn't need even it. real tang it was like off-brand something it looked more like gatorade mix because it was orange <laughs> uh, not orange it was all of them yellow are orange yeah yellow. i don't know what it was it was not tang and then yeah the time jump it said several years later <laughs> uh and i was like oh half a century because I'm very mean. I'm sorry. Speaking of a half century, check out Godzilla Half Century War. It's a friggin' fantastic comic James, why comic are you plugging book. things that aren't the movie? Because it's, I'm practically through my notes. Okay. But here. yeah, I think that the movie overall, once it did that several years later thing, it just sort of went off the rails. Yeah. It was just like, all right, well, this movie is done. And that's when we lost interest, honestly. There is a part. So where he grows up is 
kind of this apartment complex where there's a courtyard outside. And at night when he is a teen, him and his friends start clapping and start dancing. It is pitch black outside. Someone absolutely would have reached out of their window and said, hey, cut that shit right now. I mean, it's going to be pitch black out here in like two hours, James. I still would say that. It it is not that. It doesn't necessarily mean it's that late. Um, Things I wrote down. uh, We don't want anyone to think you're funny. Uh, The uncle not letting him sing a song with the gender that was in the song. Don't be a coward. Sing the girl parts. It's fine. Cheer. I sing the girl parts for that Phineas and Ferb song, Queen of Mars. I can hit the note, Ashley Tisdale's. You hit Ashley Tisdale's note. Okay, I'm glad you, I thought you were just going to not say notes at that. I was like, please, Corwin, don't say that. I would never tell you to hit Ashley Tisdale. She is I would tell you to hit Ashley Tisdale's notes. Of Mars. And what would you say if I told you I was gay? I'd say I didn't want to know. Damn! That mom, shit. Which also, uh, I think that was the biggest moral of this story is even though you have a family member who is super supportive of you, you can still tell them like someone who's super progressive, like that one movie we watched that I forget the name of, where it's like, hey, we're super progressive. I love you for who you are until you say this thing. And then I just want no part of you, which is weird. Yeah. People are weird. People are weird, James. Um, yeah, so that's fucked up. And then he was like, All right, you mom, you want that screwdriver out? Go ahead and make you a screwdriver, even though you're dying and it won't mix with your meds. And then you immediately die pretty much that night, and I get very upset. But I met Christopher, the love of my life. Until who is a misogynist, and I knew it from the beginning. Chia! What else do I have? He was like, I don't drink, but I'll try Coke. That's a weird part of this movie. Even though he was drunk at that time because he I know. downed a whole screwdriver. And it was, uh, yes, it was just straight up vodka. He put in just a dash of tang. There was a lot of lying in this movie. I think that's why we also just weren't rooting for him at all is because he just lied and stuff. I don't know. It was sad that his mom didn't accept him, but I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I only cared about I him when he really was a care- teen. I didn't really care about this movie that much. Yeah, <laughs> this this character just... I think if you like uh, Cher impersonators, uh, you should watch the movie. If you are interested in drag queens at all, you can watch the movie. It's got some fun stuff in it. Um, if you like musicals... It's sort of one. You can sort of watch this movie. That's like, what I got. The original music was good, but they should have cut down on... Just if, you, if you're doing a chorus... They didn't even verse, have that much original music, did they? Yeah, they had when they were snapping fingers. That was the very beginning. And then that audition scene leading up to that, there was an original song. What audition scene? You know, when he was rubbing his hands and looking. Oh, I wrote that down too. That was weird. Uh, Who walks into a room and you go, who's your adorable friend? They've got a nice build. And then like rubbing your hands together. That was weird. Yeah. I have things to say I about really that, but I really just realized, don't... I think, was that the other drag queen that ended up firing him later? Yeah. That's who that was? Jesus. Yeah. Did not. I was just like, that weird man rubbing his hands is gone. No. Gone. He was there the entire movie. <laughs> the entire movie. Even at the Great. ending. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, I'd recommend this if you're in bed 
and it's rainy outside or you can't get maybe we just weren't in the right heads don't try and analyze this, it this queen is watch it go for it if you don't care to watch a movie if you if you don't care if the the character has any like growth or things like that yeah watch it if you just want to watch something real sad watch it yeah uh, we never talked about this on on the podcast. Corey from Hit It and Crit It, who has Corey. been on the show. Hello, Corey. He promoted us on Facebook, made a post about promoted. us. And then one of his friends was like, oh, plot twist. Both hosts are straight. <laughs> and then I was like, no, like my friend Corwin, who is gay, is showing me a straight man gay movies. Like it's that's. And then I jumped on there and I went very gay. Yeah, it's like, shut up, dude. And then we had a big back and forth. Wait, there was a big back and forth? Yeah, we were just, I was just throwing memes at him and stuff. Okay. It was fine. He was great. One of Corey's friends was, uh, so there's, because he's from, just like me, Michigan people, I never know like which of these friends of his are from Michigan and which are family from Michigan, especially family from Michigan. That's where you got to watch out. But no, it was... 100% fine. Yeah, I said very gay, and he said, like, how gay? So I did a picture of Freckle. Oh, yeah, said, I remember So, this. like, Expedia guy who always said, make it work. At least I think he was the spokesman for Expedia. Shit, I can't remember. And then he remembered it was Tim Gunn. And, uh, yeah, so it was fine. We had a nice conversation. Okay. No need to get heated, James. I'll get heated. Still, it's a... D- <laughs> Just read the description, man. Didn't want to read. And you know, the, the one of the hosts who is, uh, like the title of our movie, thirsty for people to n- listen to their podcast. Of course <laughs> I'm going to be in that comment section. <laughs> Hoping to God someone says, hey man, I'll check it out. And then I'll heart it and say, hey, hope you enjoy. I hope Thirsty gets her life together. I hope she's okay. I think Thirsty is. Okay, good. At least from what I read. Okay, good. They're selling out crowds in Massachusetts. This movie was rough. Thirsty Thirsty came off real rough in this movie. Yeah. If you're having a rough time, y'all, you've got this. That's what I got to say. All right. That was yeah. that was it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> watch the movie if you've got nothing to watch and you want to know more about Thirsty. Hey, us watching the movie, now we sort of know about Thirsty, yeah. but not really a lot. We just know that she's... <laughs> <laughs> a great share impersonator. Um, and uh, yeah, so watch it. Watch the movie. Please watch the movie. Cher doesn't have a very wide vocal range, does she? Cher is amazing, James. I know. I mean, like, it's not like Kellen Quinn or whatever his name is from Sleeping with Sirens. I'm just saying, like, the octave range. What the range. fuck are you talking about? The octave range. Because it was only in one, like, very good singing, but. That it wasn't Cher, James. I know what I'm. He is also very good at singing, but it was just in, like, one octave range. That wasn't Cher, James. Does Cher. I, I've, I only know Cher from James, that. James, after this, I'm going to play some Cher for you, okay? I've only really consumed that one Cher song with all the, <laughs> the auto tune. Uh, Do you believe in life after love? James. Yes, Corwin. We're gonna what? We're gonna listen to some share afterwards. I'll sample All right. some share. Um but yeah, follow me on Twitter and Instagram and all that at Corwinning, my theater company at Sawbox Theater. Uh we're doing stuff. Please follow us and come to our shows in the future. And uh yeah, at this movie's gay on Instagram and Twitter. 
Thanks. Scott, you plug. Scott, you sing very well. The timbre of your voice, the, the vibrato, all of it's great. I'm just saying the share songs don't seem to complement your vocal range. But but check out my Jesus other podcast. James. I'm just saying I'm this isn't heat on him. This We're is heat on share. No. Do not heat on share. Hey, share. She will tweet at you and it won't Thank be good. God. I need I just no. want any publicity, no. guys. Negative or otherwise. Check out my other podcasts, such as Mostly Speaking Scent. I just uh, released an episode all about my daddy, even though it's not all about my daddy, just parts of it. Nicole's on there. You'll love her. Check her out on episode three of this podcast called The Gay Bed and Breakfast of Terror. Also, check out... Oh, also, it was Kathleen Hanna. I did get that right. I don't know why I was questioning myself. Check out Hit It and Crit It, What the Hell Mouth, and check out my rap music under Marshland Monster. Please go over to mlmpod.com forward slash donate if you're feeling generous. We need like $200 or something in March to re-up on our Wix subscription for the year. And I think that's it. We're ramping up for a Patreon finally. That'll be like four bucks a month if you want four extra podcasts a month. Holy crap, that's a dollar a week. Check out the YouTube, mostly Speaking Sentai. Go over there, subscribe, please videos all the time there is currently a playthrough of the sims 2 pets that nicole and i did together it is very 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 funny please check it out but i've been james and i've been corwin see you in class bitch sticks bye bye and it'll fade out amazing This has been a Marshland Media production, produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today.